What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to episode six of the Jesus Can podcast. I'm your host, Mickey Zoga, man, and I'm blessed and excited to be here on another show. Um, it's an honor to be here and share the word of God. I'm always say that every episode, man, just to be able to share, um, you know, words from the Lord, how the Lord lived, uh, spoke in my life, moved in my life, and and being able to bring guests on here in other episodes, man, it's an honor. So I'm going to say that every single episode, um, as, as, as much of a blessing as that is, man. I had my brother Cliff here last week. Um, it was a powerful episode, man. We got to break down the word of God hearing Cliff's powerful testimony. Um, man, it almost brought me to tears, man. It did, really. But um, hearing God move in his life for himself, it wasn't anybody telling him, Cliff, you got to follow God. You got to do this. The Lord reached out his hand and grabbed Cliff, and, and he, he did that for me. He did that for so many other people. And, and we want to just keep that movement going, that revival movement going of what Jesus is doing in these last days. But, you know, speaking of these last days, man, I'm going to just dive right into it. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about now. I felt I felt the Holy Spirit kind of shift me in a different direction for what this show should be about, what this episode should be about specifically. And it should be about these last days and to talk about um, matters that are very important for Christians to be equipped with, very important for Christians to understand and know in these times, because um, you know, we, we live in a generation where we want to follow our heart and our emotions and our feelings. But the Bible says that our heart is deceitful, um, you know, for, you know, above it is, is evil. And the things that flow from it are evil. Everything that everything that the Bible names comes from our heart is evil. And, you know, we live in a generation where where we want to just submit to our feelings, submit to the way we feel and, and make our feelings basically our God. Um, you know, in, in the generation we live in, in my generation, in the younger um, generation Gen Z, I would say, but but um, that that right there is is basically setting yourself up for failure by putting your faith in your feelings, um, knowing how deceitful our own heart is, knowing the way Satan plays a part in that, using that to make it basically think that we have the capability of making the decisions that are best for us by putting the faith in our own hands. We live in watching a lot of shows and interviews and stuff of you know street preachers and just people on the streets interviewing other people and they, and they they have this concept of spirituality without god which is illegal access to the spirit realm so people say yeah i'm spiritual but i'm not really christian not really sure what that means but that's really what a lot of people in the young my generation really are following this it's about this idea of self and i am your i am my own god and you know i i just follow my heart follow my own way you know god or how about this god is what i perceive it to be god can be however you perceive it to be man i want to just shut that down right now and say god has a name and his name is jesus his name is yahweh there is one god there's not two three four god is not in yourself he is when you receive the holy spirit but you are not god god is seated up at the heaven jesus is seated at the right hand of the father jesus is god man father son and the spirit that's god three and one there is no other god except him not found in anywhere else except through jesus christ man but the problem is you want to, people want to find different directions in, in the devil, man. He's the only one who we blame in this. The word says it. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual, the spiritual world. That's where we fight our battle. That's where we fight. The devil is, is, is the one causing these types of, uh, causing this type of deception to happen in the first place. He's the one planting these demonic thoughts into the minds of the youth, into the minds of my generation, trying to tell them that you can follow your own path, follow your own will. Just, just do what you think is best in your own life. Don't do what you think is best for anybody else or for the one, for maybe somebody in heaven who's, who's real, which is God. But 
man, it, it, it hardens my heart. It makes me sad, I would say. Um, it makes me very sad to see the deceit, man, and also to see the amount of people in my generation being tormented through depression, man, through suicide, through through all these ways. This is serious. Like this is a this is a big deal. Like this is something serious to see the deception, man. And and I honestly want to title this episode Wake Up. I want to just title it Wake Up because we have to wake up in these times. My believers, my 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 Christians, man, my people who are actually called um, according to the will of God, we have to wake up and we have to be bold about what the word of God says. We can't make Christianity in our own way. We have to do what the Bible says, man. I think I think the most powerful words that I've heard from a man of God, I think it was a pastor, I can't remember his name, but who said we got to kill American Christianity and bring back biblical Christianity, bring back Christianity of the Bible. What God actually said was how, what was actually going on in the biblical times, man. What was going on through church? The perception of church that we have right now and the perception of church that was there back then, man, is two different things. I'm not saying all churches nowadays are not really about that life, man, but but American Christianity, modern day Christian, modern day church, man, is wicked. It's so wicked, man. That's the reason why people have no conviction going to the club on Saturday and, and, and saying, no, I got to wake up for church on Sunday. How? I, I don't even blame the people. I blame the church, man. How, how does the church not have enough boldness to convict the believer? To convict, man, I, when I first got saved and I realized what was at stake, man, I didn't even think about stepping into the club. There's slip-ups. I'm not saying that. But I didn't even think about trying to go to church knowing I just came from the club on Saturday. So if there are if there are churches that are uh, having their congregation filled with people, I'm not judging. This is the truth. You can call it judging, whatever. This is the truth. But if there are churches that are out here um, um, just just having their congregation filled with people who do not have conviction of their sin. I don't blame the person. I blame the church because you're leading those people astray and the blood is going to be on the pastor's hands. The blood is going to be on the the, 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 the assistant. Everybody in that congregation, the blood is going to be on the on those teachers' hands for not preaching the truth and talking about what the Bible says about sin. We got to wake up. We got to wake up, man. There, there's a war going on in the spirit. And if our churches are not teaching about spiritual warfare, about what's going on in the spirit, ooh, there's going to be a surprise on the last day, on judgment day. Not even on judgment day, man. Any day could be our last day. Any day, young people are dying left and right. Young people are dying all the time. And if you do not have, the Bible says, um narrow is the way that leads to life narrow that means very few people are actually on the right path that goes to heaven we got to actually understand what that means the bible also says in that same chapter in that same chapter it says on that day many will say to me lord lord did i not do this in your name do this in your name and jesus himself will say depart from me i never knew you so meaning to the person who thinks that yes i'm i go to church yes i'm a good person Yes, I do good things. I give money to the poor. That is not going to allow you to enter the kingdom of heaven. That is not what God asked for. That is not what he says. And if your church is not preaching that, if your church is not, if, if the churches are not teaching that, man, that is, that is abomination to the kingdom of God, man. That is an abomination, man. You got to be hot or cold. Either you up there preaching the truth or you ain't preaching at all, man. I don't know why the Holy Spirit led me to talk about this. I don't know why, man, because the only way somebody can truly be saved, the only way you can really you can really save a soul is by preaching like this. 
The only the only thing that got me out of the club and got me out of my sinful lifestyle is the fear of the Lord. I'm going to say that again. I didn't just come stop going to the club, stop drinking, stop smoking, stop living in the world, doing all these things. I didn't do that by just hearing gummy bear Christianity and hearing, oh, just just come to church. No, I heard the truth and the fear. I had the fear of God inside of me. I, I understood what hell, I understood where that sin was going to take me. I had some bold preachers just like this telling me where I was going if I died in the current sin. I had I seen people coming on the streets preaching when I was at the club and I felt that conviction. I felt it in my I felt it deep inside. I felt it. I felt it. I knew it was real because I understand where I understand that that God is saying you have to live one way or another. There is no such thing as in between. So I knew that that sin, if I kept playing around with that sin, now don't get me wrong, there's a difference between willingly sinning and sinning, um, willingly sinning and then sinning by slipping up and doing things like that. I'm talking to those who have no conviction. So I knew that if I had to, if I, if I kept living like this, boy, I was gonna, I was gonna face a wrath, the day of judgment, the day I, the day I left this earth, the day, the day I'm gone out of this earth. I'm not playing around with that, man. So we have, nowadays we have to have the fear of the Lord and wake up and understand sin. Understand what's going on, man. Even to talk about even to talk about those who know this, those who even maybe grew up in the church. Because listen, let me just there's one point I want to say. There's so many things I can say about this topic. So I'm I'm just gonna pray and I ask the Holy Spirit to align this and, and go on the right on the right path and lead this and, and, and allow me to speak this in a in a in a way that will align align and be clear because that's the only thing that matters is how clear this word is but i want to say this i want to say this i want to be very clear on this everything i'm saying right now is not my opinion i'm reading the word of god i'm telling you what the bible says so if we are all christians if we are all who we say we are we have to go and seek the lord for ourselves and see what i'm saying I'm talking about what the scripture actually says, not what the church, what your pastor is telling you to keep doing. Go to the scripture. Go to the word of God and see what it actually says. So to the people who who say, yes, I love God. Yes, I, I, I believe in God. The Bible is very clear that if you believe in God, even the demons believe in God and still they tremble, still they tremble. It has to be with our actions to the people who say, man, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of fun. There's nothing wrong with drinking and going, getting drunk every now and then. But I still love God every now and then. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, if you have that mindset, you will have a surprise the day of judgment and the day you leave this earth. And if you're hearing the words that I'm saying, you have no excuse. You have no excuse to say it. I never told you and nobody's ever told you because you're hearing it right now. You're hearing it right now when you stand before God, when you stand before God and, and you have an account for your life, you're going to see God is going to ask you if you lived your life in honoring to the word that I said, to the things that to the things that I called you to be. But I want to read this scripture just to just even attest to the things that I'm saying to show that I'm not talking about. This is not my own opinion. This is not my version of Christian. This is the Bible's version of it. But I'm going to read this scripture. Man, praise God. It's second, second Timothy chapter three, verses one through five. It says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. 
gonna keep reading this, man, because this is this is just this is powerful. So it says, traitors, headstrong, haughty, um, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And this one right here, man, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. So I, I'm just that's just, that's the Bible. That's that's what the Bible is saying in these last days. In these last days, these types of people will rise up. These types of people who 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 um who create their own version in, 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 of Christianity and they they they're lovers of themselves more than loving the one who put them on this earth. We gotta understand how meaningless this life is. The temp trying to seek pleasure in this life means nothing. Trying to seek that temporary pleasure, trying to seek that pleasure that will last for moments, that will last for a, a night. Getting drunk on a night, man, that'll last for a night. But do you know what that one bottle, that, that one drink will cost you if you die in your sin? I'm, I'm telling you with truth. This is this is just this is truth. If you were to die, that last sin could be your that, that sin could be your last sin. Have you ever thought about that? This one night I'm going out getting drunk. This could be my last sin because if I died in this sin, do you know where I would be? Even just sharing my testimony. I don't even think I've shared my testimony on this episode on this podcast yet. But there was one night that changed everything for me. That was the night of, um, I was in college. This is a, a, a lifestyle of me living back and forth, man. I knew the truth. I knew the gospel, but I was struggling. I was struggling. I was in college. I was struggling with that party lifestyle. I had to, I had to get out of that lifestyle. I had to, but I, I just kept going back. So there was a time I was two months, three months not going out. Man, I even deleted all the secular music off my phone. I had, I had everything gone. It was just simply me and God. It was simply me and God. You know, I was I was doing my internship at that time. I was just, I was flowing. There was one night, man. There was one night I just was tempted to go out. I had some friends going out, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to go into detail about all that, but there was one night I, I had temptation to go out just to fit in with the crowd. I don't blame none of those people who told me. It's, it's about myself. It was spiritual. It was supposed to happen because if that didn't happen, I wouldn't even be here right here. I wouldn't be here at this, at this time right now pre uh, preaching, doing everything like this. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, it was one night, man. I I I, I fell into the, the trap of trying to fit in. I fell into the trap of, of trying to fit in. So in that time, I went out, I went out with the with the with my friends, with my with my roommates, my friends everywhere at that time, right? Excuse me. So mind you, like I said, this was the first night, this was the the first night of me going out in a long time, two months, just serving the Lord, because this is the time I slipped up. So in that one night, man, I went out to one bar, had a drink, whatever, man. Don't remember anything. Somehow, some way, allegedly, something got messed, slipped into the drink that I was drinking. I don't know what it is. I'm not 100% to this day, but I don't remember anything after one drink. I'm pretty sure that's not what one drink would do to you. Regardless, man, that one night, I don't remember anything. I only remember, I only remember waking up in the morning with a bunch of bruises, scars on my face. Not from a fight, not from anything, but just from... um allegedly me falling and slipping down on the floor mind you i had a i had an interview the next morning i had an interview the next morning for another internship and to present my excuse me it's a presentation for another internship so i'm looking at my face in the mirror i'm looking at my face in the mirror i'm like i fell i got i got i fell from being in the club drinking i don't even remember it was i blacked out i had all these things and i got all this stuff on my face right now god like and i have a presentation tomorrow like what's going on and i heard the voice of god I heard the voice of God tell me clearly, I did not want that to happen to you, but this right here would change everything. You will no longer have the desires that you had before. And he also spared me and showed me and let me know 
that that happened that one night of my face getting getting messed up. The next time it could have been death. The next time I couldn't even have been here on this on this episode on this podcast sharing this testimony. I, I wouldn't even be here right here doing this. So the Lord gave me that fear, that righteous fear. That, he gave me that fear, and He let me know what would happen. And he, first of all, He let me know that that experience would change everything. And I've been on fire ever since, man. It's been two years since that happened. I've been on fire ever since. But he let me know where that sin would take me. He let me know that if I kept living in that lifestyle, I kept slipping up, even though I'm honoring God with my lips. But I'm not proving it with my actions. He told me if I keep following the crowd, that it won't even just be my face getting messed up from falling. It'll be worse than that. So I have the fear of the Lord and I understand where that sin will take me. So I'm telling you to the person watching this video, your next sin could be your last sin. The next time you go out to the club, you may think it's another night. That could be your last sin. And if you stand before God dying in that sin, you will get an account for the life you live and for the things that you did. And you will be eternally separated from God. Not according to me, but according to his word. Wake up. That's the only thing that I got to say, man. I, got, I I don't even, I lost any type of um fear of like, oh, what this person going to think, man? Am I talking too crazy? Whatever. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit tells me to say something, I'm going to say it. I don't care what who, who I lose, who I don't who don't talk to me, what 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 I what I lose, what I gain, whatever. The only thing I care is listening and being obedient to what God wants me to release, what God wants me to say. That is it. That's the only thing I care about. I care about nothing. All this stuff on this earth, on this world and this earth is going to perish. You came into this world with nothing, we're going to die with nothing. That's the truth. That's just the truth. So if you realize that the only thing that you focus on is God and the one who created you, you will gain your your mindset, your perspective, man. You will you will feel the power that God wants you to live because you were born to do this. You were put on this earth to serve God. You were put on this earth to worship God. That is the reason why you're here on this earth. You're not here to be lovers of your pleasure. You're not here to, you know, chase the bread, chase this. I'm not saying it's bad to have money. I'm not saying that, but I'm telling you the focus right now should not be to chase the money. It's not here to chase the chase the nice kicks, the nice cars, the nice things like that. It's here to follow and seek. The word says it. The Bible says it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all will be added. All will be added. Once you seek first the kingdom of God. Seek after him. Don't seek after anything else and then add God on the side, man. Seek God first in everything that you do and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The word says it, man. Everybody knows this verse, but it's real. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God's, God loved this world, man. He sent Jesus Christ in here to die for us. But he did not send, us, send Jesus Christ to die for your sins so you could keep living in sin. The word says in Hebrews 10, 26 through 27, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and, at, and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. So to the person watching this and saying, I can sin, Jesus already had died for my sins, you know, I, there's, there's okay for me to sin. The Bible tells you that if you continue to sin after you already have the truth made known to you, there's no longer a sacrifice left for your sins. And also that a raging fire will consume the enemies of God. So the Bible also says that friendship with the world means you're an enemy of God. So meaning if you have any type of tie to this world and you want to hold on to something, you believe in the world and you trust in the world more than you trust in God, you're considered an enemy of God. Don't say you're a child of God because the Bible doesn't call you a child of God if you're a friend of this world. 
The Bible even called, Jesus even called them those who love the world and love themselves. You, you have your father, you're the devil. You're children of the devil. That's what he said. I'm trying to say I'm God's child, but live like the devil. God is not saying you're his child. He loves you in, this, in the midst of that. That's why he, died. he sent Jesus for you. Yes, he loves you. But there's a difference between love and acceptance. He loves you so much that he sent, to, you're listening to somebody like me tell you the truth of what the gospel actually says. He loves you so much that he's telling you what Jesus actually did. And what that means and that the only way to the Father, the only way to everlasting life is receiving Jesus Christ today, right now, not waiting until tomorrow. You don't know what could happen the moment you end this podcast, this video, whatever, how you're listening to this. You don't know the day, the moment this could be, this could end. So why not make it a confirmation right now? Do you know what you'll gain, man? Like, like when we have the perspective of God, the fire of God. We realize that what we gain is so much more. Yes, we gain eternal life, but the Bible says on earth as it is in heaven. So we gain eternal life after this earth. But while we're here on this earth, the, hev the kingdom of heaven pours down on us. We live every day with the fire of God inside. I'm talking about real Christianity of the Bible. Real Christianity. Man, I feel the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about real Christianity of the Bible. When you, when you, when you receive jesus and you receive and get baptized with his holy spirit you receive that fire every day of your life you receive confirmation knowing that you're on the right path and correction when you're not on the right path because god loves you and he's he lives within you the kingdom of god the, the 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 spirit of god is within you your body is a temple of the holy spirit so understand what that means man and get in and the main topic like i said we got to get rid of the of the perception that U.S. I can't speak on other countries because I don't live there. But what the American Christianity has put over church, they, they, they make it. Oh, I checked off a box. I went to church on Sunday. Man, that is not what church is for. Church is for us to get. a. I love church. I go to church every Sunday. I'm not saying we don't need to go to church. But to, to, to make it say to, to have the concept of saying, oh, this is my good deed of the day. This is my I mean, my good deed of the week, man. That is the wrongest. The, the man, you will have a. You are you will be surprised on the day. I keep saying that, but you will be surprised on the day of judgment if you think that's the if you think that's the case. Church is supposed to be to get equipped, to get your weapons, to get on that battlefield Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. Sunday is the day you get equipped, you get educated, you get you get everything that you need to for everything that you do Monday through Saturday. It's you it's what you take from Sunday and you take to your everyday life. That is what church should be about. Not for you to go there on Sunday and say, this is the only time I talk to God. We are not called to live in rules and, re and religion. We are here to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, we, when you have a relationship with somebody, you don't talk to them one day out of the week. You don't talk to them when you're in a marriage. You don't talk to them one day out of the week. You talk to them every day, all the time, throughout the day, checking in. Jesus Christ said, if you do not love me, if you love me, obey my commands and do what I say. And you know the things that he loves. You hate the things that he hates. That's what that's what it means to follow Jesus and, and really pick up your cross and follow him, man. If, if, if you have to question the things that I'm saying, I'm telling you right now, the only the real ones would actually know the words that I'm saying. This is not popular because the Bible says it is not popular to live, live the real, the truth. It's popular to do the side of Christianity that makes you comfortable. That's popular. But the Bible also said broad is the road that leads to destruction. So if you want to be on a popular road, go ahead. But if you want to get on this narrow road where you're going to uh, the, actually get eternal life, man, hop on this narrow road. Because I promise you, I'll show you how to get there. Because I'm not. it's not in me. It's through Jesus Christ. They pointed at me. I pointed at him straight up. 
But that, that that's why this type of that's why this type of Christianity is unpopular, because the Bible says it is. If you if you have if you're popular and and you're you know I'm not saying it's bad to have a big crowd and things like that, but if you're popular, you gotta actually check and see: Am I making people comfortable, or am I am I preaching the truth? Am I telling people what they want to hear? The Bible says that they will follow what their itching ears want to hear in the last days, and what their itching their itching ears of Christianity want to hear. Man, I'm out here losing my voice, but praise God, Hallelujah for Jesus. It ain't for me. But this type of this type of truth right here will set somebody free. This type of truth is what got me to to leave the world. You can't. This is what really makes somebody open their eyes up and be on fire for the Lord and wake up, wake up and see what they're doing to the generation, what they're doing to the kids, what they're trying to influence through music. I'm here to tell you through music, your favorite artist will send you to hell. Your favorite artist listening to that listening to that artist will send you to hell. Talking about it's just music, man. It is more than music. You know what they do behind the scenes, man. You know what the demonic, the demonic, the evil. It is. It is all influenced by demons. The music that we listen to is all influenced by demons. That is a portal you're opening up to let the demons um, into your mind, and you giving them legal right to operate and do what they want to do through you. Uh, I don't even know if I got to name people, man. Everybody, I don't even care, man. The young boys, the Playboy Cardis, the Drakes, everybody, man. That type of music will lead you to hell. Music will lead you, the wrong music, worldly music that does not give glory to God will lead you to hell, 100%. Not even just the music, anything that is anything that is of this world that is, that is influenced by sex, drugs, money. Uh, I'm talking about loving money, doing all these things, having a focus on that. That type of stuff is doctrine, doctrinated by demons, and that will send you to hell if you do not repent. That was one of the hardest things for me to get rid of during music when I was in the world. But I had to because I, I knew what was happening behind the scenes with that. I knew what it was doing to me. I knew the way it made me feel. I, I felt my mind. I felt my mind, the dirtiness, the thoughts that I would get as a young kid listening to that music. That wasn't thoughts that I was supposed to have as a young kid listening to that. But praise God that today I'm not listening to that anymore and I'm able to recognize and see. I praise God for that. I praise God because I'm so grateful that the Lord has opened my eyes for that, man. I'm so grateful. So that, that I'm coming to a close, man. I'm not even going to make this a very a long episode, but I just feel like God had this wanted this show to be very different than another shows and maybe every other show and whatever he wants to do through this platform. I just let the Holy Spirit move. But I'm just saying, like, this 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 episode, like I said, is titled Wake Up. Wake up and we need to pick a side. We need to pick a side of, like, fully, like, fully pick a side. The in-between stuff is dead. It's either we we in the club, right? We're doing that full time. We, we, we all out for the club. We all out getting drunk, getting tea. We're living that lifestyle fully. We're living that lifestyle fully. Don't bring God into that mess. Don't bring God into that while you're still living that lifestyle. I'm not judging. I'm not saying anybody's perfect. But I'm just saying don't put both in both and, and say I could do both. That's dead, bro. That's, that's dead. Kill that. If you're going to live in a club, do that full time. If you're going to live in sin, do that full time. But if you want to claim to walk this walk with Jesus, if you want to pick up your cross and follow Jesus, make that your all. Go 110. God don't want 99% of you. He wants 110% of you. So the message, the, the, the theme of this, man, I'm here to tell you, if you're going to follow Jesus, make him your all. Make him everything that you have. Make Give him everything that you have. Surrender every aspect of your life. Don't say, man, I don't have the strength to clean myself up. Don't clean yourself up. 
let Jesus clean you up. Come to him as you are with the addictions that you have, with the strongholds that you have, with the depression that you have, with the bad, with the soul ties that you have. Because if you try to break them, if you try to try to try to do something on your own, it's going to fail. You're going to go right back to the world. But if you let Jesus Christ clean you up, if you let the Lord Jesus Christ himself clean you and wash you up, he will make you a new creation. Man, I'm, he did it for me, man. He made me a new creation in the midst of my sin, in the midst of my struggle, in the midst of the stuff I didn't tell anybody. In the midst of everything, he made me a new creation. I didn't try to clean myself up. I came to him and said, God, I'm right here. I'm right here broken. This is You have all of me. I don't care what they say about me. I don't care how crazy I look to the eyes of man. I care about you because at the end of the day, I stand before God by myself. I don't stand before God in front of any of these people. None of these people are going to give account for my life and the decisions that I made, God. It is me who's going to make an account for my life. It is me who will do it, Jesus. It is me. So I give you all of me. I surrender all of you, all of me to you, Lord. I made that decision to do it, and I picked a side. So I'm here to tell you, anybody, what side are you on in these last days? Jesus is coming back. He's not coming back to be thrown up on a cross, spit on, destroyed. He's coming back on a white horse. He's coming back in the, like it says in Revelation, he's coming back to show his, he's the king. King of all the kings. He's coming back. And I'm here to tell you, if you are not ready, when it is your time, you will be eternally separated. So as I come to a close here, I'm here to say, man, make that decision right now. Make it fully. This kill the kill the wicked doctrine of saying you can live your own version of Christianity. Go to the Bible and see what the Lord is saying. He is calling for repentance today. He is calling everybody to come to a repentance. Everybody of all nations, of all regions, all nationalities, whoever you are. He is calling you, calling all of us for repentance. Make that confirmation right now, man. Make that confirmation right now and say, Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I don't want to I don't want to go to hell. Jesus, I don't want to live that life apart from you. I don't even want to know what that looks like, God. I want to pick up my cross and maybe you don't even know, maybe you don't even know how to, how it look. I didn't, I didn't know how it looked when I was going to do it. I didn't know what was ahead of me. I didn't know about any of this, but I just looked at God and said, have your way because I know if it's your way, it won't fail. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. If we trust in him, if we believe in him, if we have faith in him, if we say, God, I keep my eyes on you, despite what my circumstances may look like, I don't care how bad my situation is. I know how big my God is. Hey, so for the Holy Spirit, man, because this is the truth. God is in control. So put your faith in the one who is seated at the seated at the highest heavens. The Bible says the earth is at his footstool, man. In the blink of an eye, he laughs at how small our problems are. He can make your situation and he can fix your situation and use it for your glory. If you let him. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. It's only found through Jesus. Nobody else. There is no other way to the Father. Zero. Except through Jesus Christ. Only through Jesus Christ. Put your faith in him. Believe in the finished work of the cross. And secure your salvation. 
understand the call of the, the the urgency of what's happening in these last days, what the devil is trying to push to everybody in these last days, to the kids. They he's trying to indoctrinate because he knows the kids are the future. So he wants to come to them through the LMNL community. He's trying to put he's trying to put them and indoctrinate indoctrinate our kids. Indoctrinate our kids and make them um, um, submit to something they don't even know yet. They haven't even had their minds adapted to the future and, and, and uh, developed yet. But Satan is trying. So we got to wake up and see the agenda that's being pushed. We have to wake up and pick a side and go all out for Jesus. Not go out for being political, uh, being controversial. Going all out for Jesus. Because Jesus went all out for you. Hallelujah, man. I'm about to finish off in your prayer, man. But as I finish off here, the last point I want to say is you may think that a lot of the stuff I say is crazy. A lot of the stuff I say is wild. But the only reason why it's so urgent and, and, and being able to understand the urgency of what's at stake is we are on a ticking time bomb. All, troop, all jokes aside, all whatever, so we're on a ticking time bomb. And we have to stop playing Russian roulette with our soul. We have to stop gambling with our soul. And we have to believe that Jesus can set us free right now. Right now. This is love. This is real love. I have love for everybody watching this. Otherwise, if I hated you, I would not be telling you the truth and I would be keeping this for myself. But that is, a, that is an abomination to God. Because the Lord gave me this understanding to give to as much people as I possibly can, being led by the Holy Spirit, not not preaching out of flesh. So as I come to a close and conclude, I just want to make a call to wake up to everybody. Maybe you've been a Christian and you're saying maybe I have not been actually living the life that God has been telling me to live. Maybe I've been saying I have, but I haven't truly been living the life that, I, that God has called me to live. This is the, the, there's no nothing to feel guilty about. There's nothing to say, oh, um, you know, I, I, I got to, um, you know, I, I've wasted all this time, man. If you're breathing, you got air in your lungs. God is still ready to use you. God is still ready to take you to new realms and to new levels. He's ready right now. Only only thing is, are you ready to let him use you? I believe in you. And Jesus does, too. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for anybody watching and listening god and i just pray that 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 is by your stripes lord we are healed by you that all these things are able to come to pass it is only by your spirit lord so i just pray that we're all truly led by the holy spirit and everybody seeks you for themselves with fear and trembling and understands the call to repentance understand the ticking time bomb that is happening Lord, we do not have time. The devil wants us to make us think we have time. Lord, we have no time. Today is the day of salvation, Lord. I say that with urgency. So, God, we pray. And I submit to you, Father. I submit to the will of God. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide every footstep of a, of a, of a Christian or a believer, maybe a non-believer, who, do who does not know where to go. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you guide them and you lead them to you, knowing that you are there with open arms, ready to receive, ready to receive, Lord, our all, not our partial, not, not a partial, a portion of us, Lord, but our all, you're ready to receive us, God. 
So, Lord, pour your spirit, Lord, just as your word says that in the last days you will pour your spirit upon all flesh, Lord. Pour your spirit, God. Pour your spirit upon all of us. And let us receive the truth of what you say, of what you mean. Holy Spirit, breathe on us, God, and give us a give us a fresh revelation of your word, of your urgency, God, of your call for repentance. Because nothing else matters, Lord, except you and your glory. So I pray this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you guys. For anybody watching this who stayed this long, man, you a real one. I pray that God blesses you and gives you the joy that you've been waiting for, the joy that you've been seeking for for the longest because you deserve that joy. We're not here to be, God ain't called us to be sad and weak and, and depressed like that. God wants us to be zealous and joyful for him, li living by his spirit and by his wisdom. So I pray that you receive that joy. If you like this video, go ahead and subscribe to the channel for more content, Holy Spirit-filled content, man. It's all, all on you, but but thank you for supporting. Thank you for checking out this video, um, this podcast, and we'll be on here soon. We'll be on here more soon. God bless.